0: Work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here is Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall.
1: Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall is here, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Hello, happy Saturday. Hello, Jeff, and uh, the show is called Keep What's Yours. You wrote the book, Keep What's Yours, How to Leverage the New Tax Law to Create Unfair Advantage Over Your Competition. Uh, there's a lot of good information in here, and we decided one day, you know what, this would be uh, a great radio exactly. conversation. Oh, yeah, let's talk taxes on a Saturday. Saturday
2: afternoon. Woohoo.
1: Well, let me ask you this. Do you pay taxes? Yes. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> do, do, do the listeners like, yeah, I guess I pay taxes. Well, this is the show for you. That's right. Anyone who has to pay taxes, this is your show, because we're trying to tell you how this whole thing works and where you might be able to wiggle and squiggle and squirm exactly uh, to fit your your life situation into the tax code and maybe keep a little bit more of your money Mm -hmm. in your bank account rather than going out to the federal government. Yes. So I always say the example every week. I have a son. He's school age, and we've got to pay daycare anyway. Is there any way that we can use tax-free money yes. to pay for daycare? Pay for daycare. And you got to set up with an FSA, a, a flex spending account. That's it. And, <laughs> and you know, it, it comes straight out of our paycheck. It, it comes before the tax man comes. Yes. It sits in an account, and at the end of the year, we just use that money to pay our daycare. Yes. And that is all tax-free money. Yes. So last year we saved... Five thousand dollars. Well, I'll say we set five thousand dollars yes. aside from our paycheck. We're in the twenty-four percent tax bracket, mm-hmm. so we kept 1200 $1, bucks.
2: bucks in your pocket.
1: That's how it works. It's that uh, easy. This year, I'm going to try to utilize the the tax code to set aside ten grand. Exactly. From our straight off our paychecks before tax,
2: before the taxes Close hit it, right in. Got to pay it anyway. So. so
1: if I was going to pay taxes on ten grand. Uh, from that paycheck and I'm at the twenty four percent tax bracket, that's twenty four hundred exactly. bucks. Exactly. That's twenty four hundred real world dollars. In your pocket. In my pocket. Saved. Yes. Saved. And that's
2: just that's just one piece of the puzzle. So.
1: Right. Yeah. And that's easy stuff. Yeah. You know, do you have kids school age? Do you have to pay tuition? <laughs> well um and, and this could be for college kids. This could be could gra- yeah. grandparents can do this, exactly. right? Exactly. Exactly. But it is all predicated on the The child's social security number mm-hmm. so it's not like grandma and grandpa can do it and mom and dad can do it for the same kid right well, on
2: a 529 you could do it okay. but a little little different there but that's where you're putting money away you're getting a state tax deduction up to 16 grand that's going into a 529 and as long as it's used for uh, i say higher education element private elementary private high school um anything of that such you then would get Tax free withdrawals from those accounts. So if you had gains on that money, you never pay the tax on it, as long as it's done correctly.
1: All right. So that is that. If you're grandma and grandpa and you want to save for college, higher education for your grandkids, mm-hmm. you can start today. Yes. Meanwhile, mom and dad, that's me, yeah. we're doing it for example. You know, and typically, typically,
2: and grandparents sense. don't show up to the junior or senior year. With the 529 plan, that way technically nobody really knows it's out there, can't ever be used against them. And then grandma and grandpa show up junior, senior year and say, hey, here's some money.
1: Oh, by the way, here's some yeah. cash. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't affect their... As long as you go to college. Yes. <laughs> now, can that be <laughs> no used... No hardly. <laughs> right. Four-year universities, uh, two-year... Uh, mm-hmm. junior colleges, exactly. Um, trade schools. Can yes. I go to trade schools? Yeah.
2: In the past, when the 529s originally came out, trade schools were not included in it. It had to be an accredited school, and a lot of those were not accredited schools. They are today. So if you decide to go into HVAC um, or a plumber, um, a 529 can be used for your tuition for that too.
1: We're going to save money uh, to set aside so that my son, Finn, can go to Mizzou, M-I-Z. Yep. Proud alumni. Uh, but if he decides he wants to go into a trade... We can just
2: move it exactly, and just push it. Exact same scenario. Don't have to change anything. Just write a check to a different school.
1: You know what? I'm going to tell him as he's growing up, you know the trades actually make more money. (laughs) You know, your (laughs) your old pop here is working on the weekends. That's right. Because he didn't pick a trade. (laughs) Um, So a really cool option to think about when you talk to your tax person. Or your wealth advisor, and maybe that person could be Jeff Zufall. Exactly. We hope so. Because you seem to know what you're talking about.
2: A so, little bit. <laughs> uh, here's
1: the deal. Uh, if you hear what we're talking about at any point today, just pick up the phone and call 636-394-5524 and say, I like that uh, idea about saving for trade school or I like that idea about saving uh, for private grade school or for pre-K or whatever. If you pay money for school, you can have exactly. portions of it mm-hmm. set aside tax free. Yes. Uh, keep a little bit more money in your pocket. Just leave a message for Jeff. He's a little busy right now, uh, but call the number anyway. Leave a message for Jeff and just say, here's my phone number. This is what I'm thinking. Uh, I want you to help me out. I want you to set me up with a flex spending account. Or mm-hmm. even, you know, what about medical bills? If you know that every year you've got 10, 20 grand in medical same, bills, same
2: thing. Exactly. Same scenario.
1: Yeah. Just set it aside. Mm hmm. Uh, it'll be tax free and if you're in the twenty four percent tax bracket like I am, me and my wife filing jointly, you can save, you know tons of money. Twenty four percent on exactly. your tax bill. Yeah. At least for, for the medical costs of the, the school savings. So that is that. Now, Jeff, what I want to talk about today is I'm I'm sick of being in the twenty four percent tax bracket. <laughs> I wanna be in the thirty seven, yes. Percent tax bracket, because that would mean that I have just won the lottery.
2: Dun, da, da, da. Da, you da, da, da. have to go in hiding. Da, da, da.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that you know, lottery ruined my life. Well, you yes. know, in some ways maybe, but in other ways... And it didn't. <laughs> yeah, it, there's always, you know, have you seen that show? It's like... A uh, lottery ruined my life. And it's yes. these people from small towns and they buy the local restaurant and everybody knocks on their door with their hand out. And and they, they hand something.
2: out money and they buy fleets yeah. of vehicles. Or and they blow it,
1: yes. you know, in cars and stuff. Look, if if lottery ruined your life,
0: you're,
1: I would say it's fair to guess that your your life might not have been going in the right direction in the first place.
2: True. And, um, are, and are. Most people never had the, uh, I mean, some of the stuff that they're suggesting is if you won this lottery, prior to stepping up and saying, hey, I want to get a a, a team put together yeah. of not only accountants and financial advisors, attorneys, tax attorneys, but also go to a therapist to explain to you because your life will change so dramatically to go actually sit down and talk with a therapist.
1: Uh, and that's, that's something that I never thought yeah. about <laughs> uh, because, you know, none of us have ever had – you know, that big of a, life a billion event. dollars. Exactly. It'll change decisions. relationships. Yeah.
2: Um, oh, yeah. Family relationships. Oh, yeah. Business relationships.
1: Never. It will never be the same. Yeah. But hopefully for the better.
2: Hopefully for the better. For the better.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a show about taxes. It's not a show about psychology. But yeah. No. That's... I mean, it all rolls together. And, you know, you win the lottery, uh, a mega millions for a billion dollars. Uh, your first phone call should be to Jeff Zufall. Yes. And just say, Jeff. I need that team. That's what was right. that?
2: What was that team you were talking about? Well, it's basically just a team of accountants, financial advisors, tax attorneys, regular attorneys, because you're going to have people coming out of the woodwork saying, "Hey, I loaned you five dollars a million years ago. I am you know? with interest. Yeah, <laughs> you owe me a million today."
1: So. Uh, and you know, it's fun to dream. And you know, oh, I'd give a million dollars to all my family members. And uh, you know, hopefully, they leave it at that. But. You know, you got that deadbeat cousin that keeps coming That's around.
2: Right. Once two million, once yeah. three million. I mean, you know,
1: <laughs> obviously there are problems in everyone's life. Exactly. Exactly. But it's not you know, Easy Street has a couple of speed bumps.
2: Oh uh, yes, and a roadblock here or there. <laughs> right.
1: But don't ever let it be because you mismanaged your yes. own money. Yes. Uh, you know, let it let and blame other people. That's
2: right. For ringing your doorbell
1: <laughs> at 2 a.m. saying, hey, you know, I was wanting to buy some property. Can yeah. I, I have can a million it, dollars? Can I get a loan scheme? Um, let it be other people, not yourself. Now, don't let it be self inflicted. And look, Jeff, I'll tell you this whether it be winning a billion dollars in the lottery or getting $50,000 in an uh, in inheritance. Exactly. I need. Well help one need could to know what to one could it. be
2: taxable or one will be taxable one could possibly be tax free so that's, sure that's the good part <laughs> so
1: you know an inheritance uh, you, i get it and depending on what it's from uh, mm-hmm. whether it's from the 401k or whether it's exactly. from a bank account or whatever yeah. uh, you need to know what are the tax implications and there are ways to avoid
2: to mitigate the taxes legally Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so uh, just keep in mind, it's not just the billion-dollar lottery winners. Yes. it's that's it's the, the ones that
2: make the front-page news, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So
1: yeah, it's the inheritances. It's the uh, I got a big bonus from work, Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should I do with this? Exactly. Uh, you know, I don't want to leave a hundred thousand dollars sitting in a uh, checking account because yeah. it's not making me any money. Exactly, so it's technically
2: losing money with inflation today. Inflation's nine point one percent.
1: So, so, you know, my $100,000 in the in the in my checking account is only like 91,000 exactly. dollars 12
2: months later. Nobody's going to send you a statement because the statement from the bank still says you have 100,000 there, but your purchasing power is down by 9.1%.
1: Right. So, uh that's that's the idea that you have extra money, what can you do with it, Jeff will help. Exactly. Make sure that the tax implications are minimized and make sure that uh, when you go to reinvest it, that you're doing so wisely. Something, you yes. Know, rather than yes. get one percent back or yeah. or a point, point point zero zero one,
2: five. 5 percent,
1: <laughs> you know how can I make this money work for me? Because at the end of the day, Jeff, I want to be independently wealthy and I want my money making money. Exactly. So how do we do that? Get Jeff on the case six three six three nine four five five two four. Senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Now, let's go to commercial break. But when we come back, I want to talk about the lottery. You've you've done a little research to yes. find out, you know, should we take the lump sum? Should we take it stretched out over 30 years? Uh, do they put it in escrow? Mm-hmm. You know, what is the, what are the implications? How much am I really losing to taxes yes. if I take the one lump sum? How does that work? We'll talk about it. On the other side of this commercial break, one can dream, can't we? That's right,
2: you can. You it's know? awesome. Uh, Even if you get just a piece of it.
1: Yeah, maybe I just uh, matched five numbers and That's I right. got a million. A million, uh, million I still You're need right? help knowing what exactly to do about yes. that. Yes. So, uh without uh one without dreams, Jeff is is someone it's who's boring. a sad, That's right, and boring, boring case. So let's dream a little bit in the next segment. What happens? If we win a billion dollars <laughs> in the lottery, keep what's yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert. We'll be back right after this.
0: Back to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall.
1: Back on the Big 550KT. 50 50K back on Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall, senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Full disclosure, I was just in Jeff's office this past <laughs> week. Uh, he stayed a little late for me. To come in, we talked uh, a little bit uh, about doing an LLC. We talked a little bit about what should my wife's 401k be invested in. Yes. Um, you know, there's little things that, that come with little return, but we're fairly young, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And, and you've seen my numbers, and, and you remind me uh, more than you you should. <laughs> you remind me, you say, Josh, you will be working for the next 30 years. Don't, yes. Don't. Don't get comfortable. It was 70. <laughs>
2: now it might be 73-ish. Yeah, no. yeah.
1: He's seen my numbers. <laughs> he knows what I make. It's going to be a long time uh, before I get to settle down. But maybe we could get there quicker. Yes. You know, if we're still young and we've got another 25, 30 years left of work, we could be a little bit more
2: aggressive. Yeah, yeah, aggressive. From As long as you have an outlook on the market of maybe 5, 10, 15 years. A downturn in the market currently, is a godsend me. to you, yeah. seriously, to buy in. Now, if you're retiring in two, three, four years, no, you don't want to be anywhere near the market.
1: Last thing you want is for uh, when COVID happened and everything shut down, the market went from 30000 mm-hmm. to 20000
2: I mean, that's a third of your wealth. In seven days. In seven days, wiped out. <laughs> exactly. But it came right back. But you don't know if the market's going to do that over a six month, nine month, right? You know, six years. You, you're not. It
1: might take six years to climb back out. Come back, if yeah. you're retiring in two years, you're in trouble. You just lost a third exactly. of your retirement, and that's that's the exactly. last thing that you want. And these yeah. are these are uh, very soft numbers. Oh,
2: apparently. very soft. So yes. <laughs> we're,
1: we're not necessarily giving advice out right now. We're just yeah. kind of saying these are certain things that can happen when you're younger. Exactly. You want to be a little bit more aggressive. That's why we had to have Jeff look at my wife's. Um, set up and and what they're going to do. And you can do this with anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, you're going to have to get on the phone with her HR department. Exactly, uh, She'll be there and say, I authorize Jeff to yes. talk on my behalf. And we'll reset. And then she'll go and get lunch and yeah. <laughs> you and HR will have a talk. Hack it out, yeah. Uh, exactly. And just figure out what, what they offer and, and what we could be taking advantage exactly. of. Yeah. Um, so Jeff can do that for you as well. 636-394-5524. Like I said, give the number a call. Leave a message. Jeff's a little busy right now mm-hmm. uh, doing a radio show. <laughs> but leave a message and just say, call me uh, on Monday. Exactly. And, and and tell me what I can be doing to uh, keep more of my money on my paycheck rather than going in taxes and uh, tell me how I can maybe retire a little bit earlier, exactly. Than and again, working from, into my late seventies. Yeah.
2: <laughs> from a tax strategy or a tax plan, there is not one silver bullet that you go, oh, just do this, and you saved all this money. It typically is multitudes of little, like you said, little ideas that are put into play um, that save you know thousand dollars here, or two thousand dollars there, but they all add up over time.
1: For my son's schooling, I can save twenty four hundred bucks, two thousand exactly. extra dollars on my paycheck exactly. in my bank account, and that's one.
2: That's just one.
1: That's just one. First step. So if we can uh, do a couple more, you know, maybe I can end up saving five, ten grand. Five, exactly. Keeping that's, keeping it in my
2: in your pocket.
1: In my pocket. Yes. And not the guy the last thing the government needs for me is ten extra thousand ten thousand well, No, they do, dollars.
2: but you just want to do it legally and keep it from going to right (laughs) well yeah they
1: need all the money they can get but frankly what are they going to spend it on i can find something a lot better to do with it and dare to dream jeff maybe you know i'd be happy to give the 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 federal government 200 million dollars
2: yeah if you want a billion (laughs) if i want a billion
1: (laughs) if i want a billion so let's just take the mega millions uh billion dollar lottery You know, uh, I got to check my numbers. You know, I might already be a winner. That's right. You could
2: (laughs) be a winner. (laughs) But
1: what happens when a billion dollars is up for grabs and somebody wins the lottery? You know, the first thing I think of is one lump sum versus spreading it out.
2: Yes. So they'll spread it out. They'll give you one payment, which is the first year you win it. And then you'll have 29 years left. And so that money basically goes into escrow. You don't get a higher profit. You get a 5% cost of living increase. Um, which is so kind of them to every give you, year, every year going okay. forward. So, you know, whatever that divides out to be. And then each year you would pay tax on it as it is paid to you. So the lottery is sitting on, you know, trillions of dollars they'd have to do um, that. They actually pay out each year. But typically most people will take the cash out because the theory is, is, hey, I'm going to get, you know, 29 more payments of, you know, 30 million dollars a year. Versus I can get a net of $650 million lump sum put in my bank account tomorrow. Yeah. Now, the bank would probably be panic-stricken when that shows up. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, you need to, one, assemble a team. Um, yeah, yeah. The team is, you know, accountants, tax attorneys, uh, wealth advisors,
1: and there's a lot of times where they say, you know, you've got six months to, to oh yeah, claim to
2: assemble winnings. because there's there's other tricks which it gets a little goofy. You create up family limited partnerships. The money goes, the money actually goes into the family partnership so they can be divided up, because again, you can't just walk over and say, I'm going to give a million dollars to every one of my family members. Because if you do that, somebody's paying a gift tax. Yeah. So you get $16,000 per year per person that you could write a check to. Um, well, so
1: I, if I gave my brother a million dollars, I far surpassed that
2: $16,000. Way above.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if I say, I'll give you 16000 a year. Yeah. And he'd be like, no, yeah, you know, I'll
2: pay the taxes. <laughs> yeah. So, but whoever gifts it actually then pays the gift, the files a gift tax return. Oh, I paid. see. So, so
1: I, if I gifted him a million dollars,
2: I would pay the taxes on that. Okay. He'd get a million bucks in his pocket and say, thank you very much. You're the greatest brother world. Well, ever. that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at least I'm not burdening him with a giant tax bill. Exactly. Account. And then going forward, he'd have a tax issue because he'd have a million bucks sitting in the bank account. So. Right. But typically you create a team. The team actually gets together, plots this over, you know, six months before you actually step up with your ticket and say, hey, I won. Um, some of the other stuff that I was kind of, I never really thought of. Um, they're saying that ticket is a, they refer to it as a bearer, which means whoever holds that ticket is the ultimate winner. So you take a picture of yourself with your ticket front and back standing there so you can read the ticket and then put it in a safe deposit box. Yeah. And then when you're ready to go. Lock that sucker yes. up. Yes. And in some states, again, this is where you get the legal weirdness. Some states, they say, if you sign the back of it immediately, that it, it invalidates that ticket in certain states because it has to be signed in front of witnesses. Okay. So I was like, hmm, never really thought of that All one right. either. So,
1: okay. So, or the, as soon as you find out you're the winner, call Jeff. Yeah. Zo 636 394 5524. Do not pass go. Yeah. Don't do not pass collect go. 200, on 200. That you're going to get more than 200 bucks. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just go straight to Capital <laughs> Advisory Group and say, oh my gosh, what do I do? Yes. You know, and then, you know, on the way there, be very careful in your mm-hmm. traffic. You don't want to, you don't want yeah. <laughs> to speed. You don't want to ruin this thing. Uh, you got you know, years ahead of you, and yes. with all that kind of money, Jeff, I That's better be living money. to a hundred. Yes. Um, huge, huge money. You if can no, buy
2: any medical right. need that you need. <laughs> I'm going to
1: uh, buy a new body and yes. just plop my brain plop in. Plop it there. right in there. Um, so it's just one of those things you just have to, and, and even. I like to say this because we're dreaming about this, but you know what's realistic? It'd be cool. Is is coming into a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars? Maybe not a hundred million dollars, but a hundred thousand uh, yeah. dollars. It's a little bit smaller in
2: scale. It's easier to kind of digest and and you know adapt to. Uh, yeah. Because if you want if you want this billion dollars, I mean literally, you have a team helping you kind of guide your way through it. Um, and again, like we were talking about earlier, you need a, a, a psychologist, a money psychologist to actually, because your life is going to change dramatically, um, just boom. And, and there are circumstances on huge inheritances, um, lotto winners, stuff like that, that there are there's people out there, that's all they do, they travel the country, they'll come sit with you um, and basically – kind of get your head right mm-hmm. as you go forward.
1: And cause just uh, imagine, you know, uh, think about that uh, that deadbeat cousin of yours. What would happen if someone gave him $100 million exactly. or a billion dollars? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, yeah. Lottery ruined my <laughs> life. Yeah, yeah, you know, because you weren't ready for it. Exactly. I'm ready. I'm ready yeah. for this. So uh, let me ask <laughs> you these things. If I want a billion dollars and I spread the payments out over 30 years, they'll give me the first payment up front. Mm-hmm. Uh I am doing fat finger math here. That's 33 uh to 35 million dollars a year. A year yes. for the next 30 years. And awesome. I like I said, I'm young, I'm 40. I think, you know, I'll still be if I had 30 million dollars a year, I'm going to be around at 70. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> uh I'll pay a, a good doctor to make sure that that I, I don't kick the bucket. Mm-hmm. But if I spread that out over 30 years, um You know, I'm starting to think here. What if I got a one lump sum? And instead,
2: most people take lump sum. Thirty
1: five million dollars a year over thirty years, or versus
2: six hundred and I think it's six hundred and eight million dollars lump sum. So why
1: why is that number uh, so considerably less? I mean, that's almost forty percent.
2: Exactly. So out of the box, when they cut you this check, they're gonna they're forced to withhold from the lottery department twenty four percent. For federal tax, and, it's and if we're talking a billion, exactly, that's one hundred and forty-four million. million dollars. And then you have to file your tax return, and on your tax return, unfortunately, the highest tax bracket out there is thirty-seven percent. So you'll owe more tax when Oof. you do your return. <laughs> Because you're trying to see if there's anything you can do from a deduction standpoint, which that is a whole nother stratosphere of thinking.
1: That's part of the team. Exactly.
2: Um, to put together something to reduce your tax liability and then go forward. But it's still going to end up at the end of the day. You paid 24, you'll end up paying an additional, what, 14 to get you to 37% at the end of the day.
1: So let me ask you this. Um,
2: Plus state tax. Oh,
1: state tax. So in, in the state of Missouri, it's 5%, 5.4 max.
2: 5.4% max. In each I hope state, you won in Florida. Well, see, there's the <laughs> other thing. Some states that I was looking at, I didn't dig that deep, that California actually does not charge a state tax on lottery winnings.
1: Oh, so I mean, California has a huge state tax. Huge.
2: So that's like a 10-point-something percent
1: relief. But on lottery winnings, they yeah. give
2: you a break. They give you a break.
1: Well, how about that? Yeah. You know, California's then, not so bad after all. Yeah,
2: Florida taxes, no state tax, so there's no state tax that they're going to impose on you. Hmm. So, now, But you also can't move. When you win it, you can't move to Florida yeah, say immediately. Florida, yeah. resident. Oh, I just in Florida, you know, I have
1: to establish residency. From I, than- I guarantee
2: you, they'll come knock on your door looking for it. So,
1: yeah, and they'll see that I'll have like you know uh, a mattress on the floor. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been living here for years.
2: Yeah right. Fleet to Ferraris out front.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, let me ask you this: When I win, you know, right off the top, they take twenty four percent. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now my billion dollars is. What seven hundred seven hundred something seven hundred fifty thousand.
2: Net out about six hundred, I think six hundred fifty eight million dollars is what they would actually write you a check for.
1: But that that is hey, uh, Josh Gilbert and the state of Missouri just had a an income increase for twenty twenty two, and he went from (laughs) I'm not going to tell you what I make, uh, but he went from making a whole bunch, (laughs) yeah, uh, you know five figures to making. I don't even know what that number is.
2: You would probably when they twelve do, figures. Yeah, when you do your return, I would assume that more than likely somebody's really going to look at it. It's not really going to be e-filed. Um, someone would sit down and do the redo the math for you a couple of times yeah. to make sure you're right.
1: But but they, but it's there's no like lottery tax. It's no. just the fact <clears throat> that my income is now seven hundred million dollars exactly. all of a sudden. I'm at thirty seven percent the highest tax bracket highest out there. Highest tax
2: bracket out there.
1: Yes. So that money that gets peeled away from the billion, that's just regular income tax, regular that, tax. I, that I pay, that you pay, that everybody pays.
2: If whether it was a million dollars or whether it was six hundred and fifty eight million dollars, you're still gonna pay that
1: so this is this is a uh, this is a twenty twenty two event. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I pay taxes uh, next year, next, you know, next April fifteenth, I pay taxes. And, you know, i oh my God, can you imagine cutting a check for, <laughs> how about this?
2: Let's say that you want it today. Yeah. Um, the estimated tax payments are September 15th and January 15th. So remember, they're going to withhold 24% only. You still owe the balance. Yeah. So if you waited until you filed your return and then said, Hey, I won $658 million, your underpayment penalties for the, the balance that you owe is going to be huge.
1: yeah yeah penalties so So, again you need somebody on the team reminding you of this but you know when it comes to 2023 2024 Mm -hmm. you know if i'm not buying crazy things here and there if i just yeah depends
2: upon what you do with that money um, i just
1: had 600 million dollars sitting in the bank they're not going to they already
2: taxed it. They already taxed it. But any earnings on that $600 million, as you go forward, you will pay capital gains, dividends, Just like interest. anything else. Exactly.
1: But, you know, if I just leave that in a, in a bank account. You, you know, just
2: went down to the local bank, plopped it in a savings account, and you could earn 1%. You would make $6 million a year.
1: So just putting it in a 1% earning <laughs> bank account, which yeah. we we try to, to steer people away from. Exactly. There's, there's better – um, There's a lot of investment are, vehicles yes, out there. Yes. But just put, having it sitting in the bank, it will get yes. you $6 million a year. 1%. Would 1%. Get, so 600 you can get, is six.
2: So if you could be strategic about it, not saying you could achieve this, but you go out and get a 10% rate of return on 600000000 million, you're making $60 million a year.
1: $60 million a year. Exactly. And that beats the heck out of taking uh, payments over 30 yeah. years.
2: Even if you made a 5% rate of return, you're $30 million a year. So the
1: idea <laughs> I think what you're saying is the idea is take the one lump sum and rather than, than doing you know thirty five million dollars exactly. a year for thirty years, get the big bucks up front, invest it invest it again exactly. and you know, with the magic of compound interest
2: it's there and it's your crazy. money's gonna be making more oh. over thirty years yes. than what the
1: lottery's gonna exactly. pay you.
2: But again, that's where those uh, the, the team comes into play, the uh, I say psychologist. From a money standpoint, because your life changes dramatically. yeah. And most people, I mean, honestly, most people can't handle that kind of a change.
1: Well, you, what, what did Jay Leno always say? You know, he only, he never touched his Tonight Show money. Yeah. He only just uh, bought his, his crazy car his collection. cars, yeah, which with, are
2: worth a <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. $700 million. Uh, yeah, $100 million. Uh, he just uh, used the money that he would get from doing stand-up on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So now, I could just be living off of $60 million a year. You'd still be showing up at KTRS? For my investment portfolio. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe I would do this just for fun. Uh, but you could be making $60 million if you had $600, $600 million. Exactly. Uh, and a nice investment vehicle. Uh, and you'd just be living high on the hog with reserves. Exactly. So let me ask you this. You got $600 million in the bank. You already paid the taxes on it. Mm-hmm. The IRS is just kind of like staring at that money. <laughs> well, we can't we can't double dip on sitting them. out front of your house every yeah. day watching you. But he's whispering in my ear. You know, you should invest that. <laughs> you should you know you you should spend that on a you know something that we can tax because if it's if it's taxed once, in theory, it'll never be taxed again.
2: Not necessarily. Okay. Um, because if you invest it, you're going to create a, maybe a capital gain. So you're sure. going to create a capital gains. Your capital gains going to be at twenty percent. But I'm only taxed on the gains. Only on the gains. Not Our interest. Yeah. So if it earns interest, it earns that million dollars or six million dollars of interest. You pay that. I get as taxed on, on that.
1: Yeah. That's that's fine. I make fifty yeah. million dollars a year. Um, you know, tax tax away.
2: Yeah, that's know, only. I'd the... rather
1: have that than not.
2: Exactly. And again, the capital gain is only if you sell something. So again, now you're talking like uh, you know Musk. Where if you bought some stuff, sat on it, but never sold it, you're never paying tax on it again.
1: And what did we say about Jeff Bezos? Because now we're in their he
2: territory. He $86,000 a year.
1: He pays taxes on $86,000 a year.
2: <laughs> but all of his money is in stock. So and until is, he sells it, he does not pay a capital gain.
1: Are there these shell companies that buy his yacht for him? Exactly. Yeah. So that his his personal income tax... Is eighty six thousand dollars a year? Yes. Yet he's hanging out with Leo on the exactly
2: yacht. on the one hundred and fifty five million dollar yeah. yacht,
1: and the Jeff Bezos yep. LLC corporation yeah. bought it. He didn't. Myboat.com. dot no. com. Yeah, my myboat <laughs> LLC bought it. So you know we're talking crazy numbers here. Yeah, but,
2: but that's that's what it is. I mean, a billion dollars. Let's shrink so. that
1: down to something that people actually get. I mean, you know, we're in St. Louis. There's sneaky money around town. Sure there is. Um, you know, you just drive down down and say, well, who lives in that yeah. house?
2: Where'd that come from? Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, you go out to uh, Warson Woods and be mm-hmm. like, wow, you know, um, where'd that come from? What does that guy do for a living? I'd love to know what some of these people do for a living. Oh, yeah. And just say, hey, <laughs> can I switch careers at 40?
2: Yeah. Well, they're <laughs> definitely not radio personalities no. and accountants. <laughs> no. So
1: neither one of us. But uh, you've probably seen some money. I mean, you know, yeah. a, a, an inheritance from mom and some, dad or grandma yeah. or something. You know, that Huge could be dollars.
2: hundreds of thousands of dollars. Maybe in tens of millions, too. Oh, even that? Okay. <laughs> so sneaky money. Yes. It's so tied, and you never, you never suspect it. I
1: need a team, or at the very least, I need a Jeff Zufall to mm-hmm. say, Hey, I've got $10 million coming to me. From the family farm, yeah. Uh, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. You know, how do I avoid paying more taxes on it than than I need to? Mm-hmm. How can I keep more of it in my account and less then of it going to the feds? Going yes. to the feds, and and you help people out with that stuff
2: every day. Yes, it's exactly okay. what we do. So yeah, it's much smaller scale. Could be thousands, but it's it's been as high as tens of millions. <laughs> so so keep this in mind.
1: Taking the we're still dreaming here. Taking the one lump sum uh, after income tax and after, you know, state taxes and everything, let's just say a billion dollars turns into $600 million pretty mm-hmm.
2: quickly. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: Cost of doing business. All right? Yeah. I'd be happy to pay it. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> happy <laughs> to trade pay. you. <laughs> that's, the, that's the most amazing check I've ever written. Yes. Uh, Do you really write it on my little personal checking account? No, (laughs) this
2: is done through wires, wire transfers between banks. I think if somebody got a check for, you know, IRS got a check for $400 million, I think they'd look at it and go fraud. This (laughs) little box isn't big enough for all these zeros. Yeah, for the zeros to fit in there, yes. (laughs) Uh,
1: But when I get $600 million put in my bank account, I pay all the taxes up front on it.
2: Now it's time to invest, mm-hmm.
1: and whether it's six hundred million or whether it's six hundred thousand or yes. whether it's sixty thousand, I want to do it smartly, mm-hmm. and I want to do it tax efficiently. Yes, and that's where you come in. Six, exactly six three six three nine four five five two four. If you think you're coming into lottery winnings, or you think you're coming in to an inheritance, yes. or you think you're going to be getting uh, a bunch of money from uh, some real estate sales, yeah, you need to know. Where,
2: what the the next step is, yeah. Um, What
1: you gotta gotta talk beforehand, right? Exactly.
2: So, real estate, you could do what's called basically 1031 exchanges, which means you could push it into another piece of property and never never pay the the taxes on it, um, or just really defers the tax. But you need to do that, you need to declare it prior to saying you can't take possession
1: of that money, yeah. Ever, exactly. right? Technically, it has to no. It's
2: got to move from one property to, to the next. next. You exactly. never.
1: It never hits your bank account. Yeah,
2: but you also have to declare it 30, 60, 80 days or 90 days prior to. There's a series of events that need to take place to push right. it forward. So, so you just can't say, hey, I'm selling that tomorrow, but, oh, I don't want to pay tax. I'm going to put it over here. It's too
1: late. If you're selling property and you know it's coming up and you mm-hmm. plan this for a while, have a plan in place to maybe roll it into exactly. another property. Yeah. Uh, and do you have to put the full amount yes you have to put the yeah. full amount
2: full amount goes forward um but, but at least you don't pay tax on it. no capital gains yeah, tax no capital gains
1: how about that uh so that is something to think about well you that's know fine. It, it, and these are real world things the lottery stuff that was fun to talk yeah. about but this, this is, is
2: real world you have is, a yeah. rental property you need to do something with it um, one of the concepts would be continuously doing the 1031 buying a new piece of property with it um, basically, at death, right now the way that it sits, uh, step up in fair market value day of death. So literally, you could then gift it to the kids, um, and nobody ever pays tax on it.
1: Love it. Yeah. And these are these are legal things that yes. are written into the tax code. Every once in a while, the little guy. Uh, wins, yeah. Wins.
2: Every once in a while. <laughs> so
1: it's like, you know, the only way that we can realize those wins is by having a Jeff Zufo Got to have a plan. Corner, yep. Senior tax strategist and wealth advisor with Capital Advisory Group, 636-394-5524. Now, Jeff, in the next segment, uh, there's a little R word that's yes. been floating around. Scary. Recession. <laughs> What's the reality yes, of it?
2: of a recession.
1: So we'll talk about that in the next segment. Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall, Capital Advisory Group, 636-394-5524. I just went in and saw him uh, this past week, and you can too. 636-394-5524. Get an appointment on the calendar and go see Jeff. and go. See-
0: Back to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall.
1: 50k TRS, Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufal, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Do you pay taxes every year? The answer is yes. I don't care who you are. You have to pay something. Yes. Unless you're GE, who doesn't pay any taxes. Yes. Yeah, they don't pay <laughs> any taxes. <laughs> but nobody else, nobody listening. Well, I guess corporations are people. Yeah. Uh, but let's not get into that right yeah. now. Uh, do you pay taxes? Then this is the show for you, because we're talking about how you can keep more of your money in your pocket and in your paycheck and in your bank account rather than going out to the feds uh, because like they need any more money. Um Okay. Recession. Yes. The if, dreaded R word. So what is a recession technically? What is it uh, practically? So,
2: so technically a recession is two consecutive quarters of negative GDP or gross domestic product in the United States. So Basically, what it's saying is kind of a contraction of the economy. Um, but again, these numbers, like we were down 1.6% um, for the first quarter of 2022, and we're down 0.09% for the second quarter of 2022. So, so we're barely. Barely. This just second skidding, quarter, barely. Yeah, skidding by. Yeah. But t- from the terminology of it, it's technically, a it's a recession. So you go, ooh. And the funny part in our business is usually about the time that it, the recession is declared, you're already in it. We've been in it since January. Right. Okay. So you go, ooh. But if you look at this recession today, I won't say it's different because you never want to say that in, in the market and the economics, but it's weirder. And it's weirder from a standpoint because we have corporate earnings, which is the gauge. Um, you know, that's your Walmart, your Targets, your IBMs, Coca Cola. They're some of the bulk of them, other than retail, are still reporting really good numbers, which means they're making money. And unemployment is at 3.4%. It's an all-time low. But if you say, hmm, over a period of time, could this, you know, say that the third quarter of this year go negative and fourth quarter of this year go negative, could that erode on corporate profits, which means companies are no longer making the money that they used to? And in turn, what they will do is then turn around and start to lay people off. So you'll see corporate earnings start to come down and unemployment start to rise. That is the real concern that's out there. And, again, you have the Fed raising interest rates trying to slow down the economy because of the 9.1% inflation that we're are dealing with. That could get really tricky really quick.
1: So in a typical recession, you've got high unemployment and corporate earnings down. Mm-hmm. But in this recession, and, I've, I've, you know, we don't get political on this show yeah. because yeah. money, you know, yeah. <laughs> Money doesn't have uh, a politic. It's, yes. it's either in my pocket or it's or not. Or um, yeah, I've heard people saying, well, this administration's trying to uh, you know, change the definition of what a recession is.
2: Well, I mean, to, to their, I say, uh, defense in a sense. If you just said, hey, it's two consecutive quarters back to back of negative GDP. That's a do? recession. That's a recession. I Ooh. mean, so, OK, that's it. But maybe it does need a little bit more terminology put behind it. But also, could they be saying, hey, we're going to skew this a little bit um, and dress it up so that everybody doesn't go into a panic? Yeah. Um, Which there's obviously
1: they're going to try to spin it exactly, whatever way. But if in a typical recession there's high unemployment, Jeff, people are still aching for workers right now.
2: I mean, us, everybody that I talk to, any business owner is still like, hey, I cannot hire people fast enough. Fast enough. To ke- or train them fast enough to get them on board. So, a typical recession, unemployment's up.
1: This recession, people can't find enough workers. Exactly. Uh, typical recession, corporate earnings are down. This recession, Earnings are steady depending yeah. on which industry you're it's, looking at. I
2: mean, retail, uh, they're getting killed because of inflation. And, and a lot of people have now started to back down, not buy the stuff that they used to. So that that could be that turn where you see the corporate profits over a, a longer period of time start to come down because people are just now starting to slow up. Um, but, you know, again, in the in the mortgage industry, J.P. Morgan just laid off a 1,000 mortgage brokers. But that's because interest rates are up. Not that many people are, are – Applying for mortgages anymore, so that's supply demand from Uh, the mortgage
1: industry. That's probably down.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, it's down. I think the report was in a uh, maybe 20% month to month from a decline in applications, which is huge, you know, from that standpoint. But again, the Fed has raised interest rates three times, so you're talking we went from a three percent interest rate to a five and a half, five and three quarters. That, that marks a lot of people on the market.
1: And that was predicted.
0: Oh, yeah. that was way back. <laughs> that was
1: kind of the plan. Hey, we're going to yeah. raise interest rates because we want to slow yes. down yeah. the housing market. But uh, for the past two and a half years... Uh, my mortgage lady has been calling me saying, do you want to refinance? Exactly. A refi? Do you want a new mortgage? You thinking yeah. about buying, you want to sell exactly. your house? You know, yeah. she's been riding high on the hog, yeah. uh, you know, writing out mortgages and doing refis, yeah. you know, doing and tons. frankly, let's be honest, full disclosure, she just put a pool in her backyard. <laughs> hey, uh, we're coming over this weekend
2: to swim. <laughs> right.
1: You know, I paid for that pool. But you would think that uh, hopefully she's stashed some money away because exactly. she's not nearly as busy as she once yeah. was.
2: And, it'll, and, and the, the, that's that uh, peaks and valleys of that industry. Um, but again, from 2008 to today, well, I shouldn't say to today, to a year ago, um, we basically had a zero interest rate. We technically, for a period of time, we had a negative, negative interest rate. But yeah. you couldn't put that on paper.
1: They were paying me to buy yeah. oil. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: but. At some point in time, it has to start to step up, and and the time is now.
1: Yeah. So, so it's you know it's a recession. Don't let anybody yeah. tell you it's not. Yeah. But uh, don't but, don't
2: run in panic just yet. Right. It's um, not your
1: typical recession. Yeah.
2: The shortest recession was March of twenty, um, and I think it ran until May of twenty. In, you know, we talk COVID. about
1: that event quite and a bit. It you was know, the a, market tanked and yes. then it came right back a right month back. later.
2: And then the entire year of 2020, most people Gang thought busters. it was going to be terrible. It turned out one of the best years ever. Right. Um, and there's 100 reasons why. But again, at the end of the day, it, it, it panned out just right.
1: So if we uh, turn around and there's growth in the third quarter, um, we could pop right out, we're out, of, it. out of the recession. Because yeah. yeah. that word has a very strict definition two quarters exactly. of negative growth. Exactly. Boom. That's it. Now, if the administration <laughs> wants to say, well, it's not a typical recession, fine. Spin it the way you want to spin it. Spin it. you want. <clears throat> the hiring is up. People yeah. are still demanding workers
2: that exactly. they can't find. Yeah. Uh, so let's say that even under that standpoint that we have the two quarters, we have the corporate earnings starting to drop a little bit, but unemployment still stays where it's at or even goes up a couple tenths of a percent, you still are not technically in a full-blown recession. And that, and that's that's what everybody is panicked on because if they remember the '80s, um, you couldn't find a job. Nobody made any. No corporations made money. Yeah, uh, everything was tight. No matter where you went, you just couldn't get relief anywhere. And that's that's why it's the dreaded R word as everybody thinks of that. Whereas '20, it was a, a drop in the pan. And most recessions last 10.8 months. 10.8 since, months. Since two th- World War II coming forward, there's been uh, 13 recessions. This is the 14th recession. 14th recession. Um, they, on average, 10.8 months. And they last
1: months. less than a year on average. Yeah.
2: yeah. How about that? So it's to be concerned about but not panic-stricken. Let's not worry about <laughs> it
1: yet. And And you're saying, reading the tea leaves, looking into the – the crystal ball, the real recession, might end up hitting us 23, 24.
2: 23, the second second half of 23, first quarter of 24 is kind of the expectation with all of this stuff put it together. And even
1: though we're technically in a recession, two quarters yeah. of negative growth, uh, we're not feeling it yet.
2: Yeah, it's there's not being pinched. People are still out buying stuff, going to dinner. Um, I plenty forget, of jobs available. Yeah, plenty of jobs. I forget who it was. I think it was uh, maybe Bank of America's CEO was on uh, – the news yesterday yesterday friday um talking about how you know the the consumer consumer is still spending um so that's kind of the even though they uh, don't realize that (laughs) next week it could change but yeah yeah yeah. but again um you know maybe pay off high interest credit cards it could get worse um maybe a house if you have a, a mortgage interest because in the past it used to be that if you had a house and you actually had uh interest rate on that house, you got a, a little bit of a tax break. Um, but after 2019, that, that doesn't exist anymore. So literally, it's a true cost. So you know, maybe you analyze and look at it to say, hey, pay that off.
1: So uh, just to recap, if you win the lottery, if you just won the Mega Millions, call Jeff yes. first. 636-394-5524. He'll help you assemble the team that
2: you need. I'll meet um, you at the Ferrari dealership.
1: Right. But if you are just kind of wondering, uh, is this a recession? Is it not? What are some smart things I can do uh, in case I want to get ahead of this thing? I've got a couple extra bucks left over. Uh, I've got some money sitting in an account that's not making any money. What can I do with this to be the most responsible with my money? Because I'm an adult and I need to be responsible with my money at this (laughs) point. Uh, That's what Jeff specializes in, actually. 636 394 Five Five Two Four Capital Advisory Group, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor Jeff Zufall. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you you next week. Yeah, this time next week we'll find out, are we? Really? Is it a (laughs) real recession? One of those fake ones (laughs) um, that they just invented. So we'll talk about it. It'll be on our tongues for the next couple of months, I'm sure. Oh, Oh, yeah. We'll just wait and see what third quarter has for us. All right, Jeff, thank you so much. Thank you. We'll see you next week. You betcha.
0: You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Souffle, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.